We represent you. Attack the short side again. Tupou away. Tedesco pulled it in. This time it's Kiri in support. We feel you by your presence. Via Rooster. Joseph Manu, a try that only Manu could score. Rooster! 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 Well, Roosters fans, welcome to another episode of Roosters Radio. We're back, and we're also back-to-back in the way of victories, Silky and Bells. It's two on the trot. Coach Roberts is very happy. He said it in the presser. Angus Crichton, will he come out of the blocks? Didn't he change the game? Sammy Walker, he sets up a couple. And Joey Manu from fullback, well, wow. Silky and Bells, welcome this week to Roosters Radio. How did you see it? Yeah, hello, Bush. Hello, Bells. From uh, different parts of New South Wales, of course, we are all bunkered down uh, thanks to COVID. Look, it was an interesting game of football. Um you know, the Cowboys turned up to play. They were at home. Obviously, there's a lot of changes, a lot of moving parts in prior earlier in the week. But, look, I think to your point, Bush, as soon as Angus Crichton got on the field there in, in around the 20th minute, the game kind of changed. Um, his impact off the bench, I think he scored a try with his second touch or his first touch. But there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot to like about the the performance. It was It was a tough win. I actually really enjoyed the game. I know my family didn't because I was yelling uh, a lot of expletives at the TV, but, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the game thoroughly. Yeah, boys, it, it was a slow start, 12-0 down. I got a little worried there for a moment, but it, it, it was a different game. It, it was slow and then there were points and then Angus came on and boom. I just thought we hit our strides with that and he played awesome off the bench. The impact that he had was was so good. Uh, I really loved Victor. You know, Leo passes that magic ball and Victor just took off, which um, he just, he did so well. Quick play the ball and Sammy Walker scores a try. Uh, that was a great ending to a slow game. But in the post-match conference, boys, Robbo loved it. He said, I absolutely love the way we played today. He was, um, he was pumped about the composure that we had and the patience that we had. So we were 12-0 down, but we just had patience. We played good fit, footy. We didn't rush anything. Um, we didn't try to do magic passes. We didn't, um, you know, overplay anything. We just played consistently and then came back in. Yeah, Bells, you're right there. Look, Sammy Walker, who's going to be our guest on tonight's show, uh, and we're looking forward to that, he threw some magic balls. There was one that he threw um, – Hit Tupu on the test. It was like a triple cutout pass, but Tupu didn't score off this one. But, you know, he caught it on the fly, going 100 miles an hour, stepped inside. You know, he, he was impressive. Uh, young man, 131 metres, obviously had scored that one try, two try assists. But he was supported by Drewy Hutchison. Drew just played his role, supported Sam as he was working both sides of the field. So, uh, you know, he, the halves were good. You know, Radley, of course, 149 metres, 49 tackles. And that um, that line break that won us the match. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of positives to take out of that game. Yeah, Drip had an awesome game. Three try assists for him um, and 300-odd kicking metres and a line break. So he had a great game. And good old Matty Ikevalu, one of my faves, he scored a couple of tries there. He, he had a couple of mistakes there and we're like, oh, no, he's dropped the ball. But he scored two great tries as well. So I thought he had a great game. Um, but... 
Yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking to Sammy later and um, it's going to be great to hear from him and we've got some awesome questions from the fans as well for him. So um, make sure you stay tuned for that. Well, Bells, I'll stay tuned. I'm going to duck off and get myself a Tim Tam and a cup of tea and straight after the break, we'll be back with the young, dynamic Sammy Walker. You're on Roosters Radio. We'll be back right after this. Well, Roosters fans, he's arrived. We've promised him and we've been waiting patiently as you all have. He has burst out of the blocks on our scene. Silky, we had the pleasure of meeting this young man last year in the World Club Challenge, and uh, what a delight it was to, uh, you know, strike up a little friendship. Uh, even further delight that Luke Keary sacrificed himself and we're now sponsoring him. Well, we've got him on Rissa's Radio. He's in fine form and long may it last. Sammy Walker, welcome on to Buddha Rissa's Radio, mate. No, thank you guys for having me. Looking forward to it. Yeah, well, Sammy, uh, first question, mate. Uh, for you is how are you in this COVID bubble and how's everything going at the moment? Um, yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. I think I'm um, sort of getting away with the boys, sort of, you know, striking a bit more of a um, connection with a lot of the players. And obviously I'm from Queensland as well, which sort of helps me use the weather. And um, hopefully after this two weeks, be allowed to get out and sort of do a little bit around with my family and sort of uh, friends from down this way. So it's been really good for me. But obviously there's a lot of, a lot of families and um, players out there that are also struggling as well. So it's sort of, it's, it's really good for me, but obviously other players are obviously going through a bit of a tough time though. Sam, who are you rooming with, mate? We got a room to ourselves at the moment. We got just for these two weeks while um, we're in that bubble. We um, we sort of we had the room by ourselves. We're not allowed to do too much at the moment, but uh, we're hoping after these after these two weeks of quarantine, we're allowed to get out and do some more stuff and hopefully get a roommate. I guess <laughs> get a company in the room. Sammy, any of the boys uh, been upgraded to the Politis suite? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm probably, I don't even want to be upgraded to a Teddy. I don't know where he is. <laughs> yeah, he'd be up there in the ministry. Like sure. <laughs> Mate, look, um, as, as, we, as Bush just said there in the intro, we've been waiting for probably two years now to, to get you on, but you finally arrived. And look, we put it out to the fans this week because uh, they've been, you know, excited to, albeit, have a chat with you, probably under dist- different circumstances than we usually, but... We have got a few questions, and um, one of the first ones off the ranks from Jason Core, and he said, Sam, what were the positives of not being able to play in 2020 that has helped you this year in season 2021? Yeah, I guess for me, obviously being a bit of a smaller body and um, uh, just coming out of school at a young age, I think just for me, I think not being able to, not playing footy week in, week out. Obviously, this this year, playing week in, week out, I get a few, few knocks and a few injuries with my shoulder and um, ankle and stuff, so I think Last year, not having to worry about being sore and having an injury carrying through through the year, be able to do that extra bit of gym and uh, you know extra bit of training on the field. You can do a bit more extra like skills that you individual skills that you need to work on with your kicking game or so be your passing game or something like that. Really, I think for last year really helped me develop my game a little bit further and sort of understand um, the Roosters' culture and the the way we sort of want to play footy. And just away from footy. Was it hard to adjust to the Sydney lifestyle? Like, you obviously, it was good that you had 12 months to kind of get used to the area. But obviously, I mean, you're only a young bloke. That would have been tough first time away from the family and, and everything else that goes with that. Yeah, exactly. I think I sort of really enjoyed it at the start of the year when um, I was sort of out. Obviously, you had that trip over for the World uh, World Club Challenge. I really enjoyed getting out, getting to know the boys a lot. And, um, yeah, and I really enjoyed Sydney at the start when I could sort of know I could move, go back home whenever I wanted to for a couple of days. I think once the lockdown sort of happened and we went into that COVID bubble, it was really tough for myself not being able to you know, see my family. It's the first time being away from them for, for a long period of time. And yeah, I found that really tough sort of for that three or four months where we weren't allowed to do much. But um, 
looking back on it now, it's definitely, yeah, held me in great stead for this year and this season. And, um, yeah, I know I wouldn't be, you know, playing the footy I am at the moment if I didn't sort of go through the, the hardship of last year. Sam, in Sydney, who is it that you live with down here for the last 12 months? Um, I've lived with two sevens rugby players, Charlotte Kaslick and Lewis Holland. They just went away today, actually, I think, to the Olympics. So um, they've been awesome for me there. Um, obviously, Charlotte played Roosters last year. and she was, um, She's been huge, obviously. They're both both athletes as well and they've also you know they um he's a really good cook as well which you know helped me when I first moved down oh, not, that knowing helps. To, not knowing how to cook or do much so I think uh, yeah having having those two to live with when I first moved down was um yeah huge for me and just this year my my, uh, my girlfriend from back home Brizzy she's moved down now as well so um had her to sort of lean on this year and she's been there to support me yeah throughout this year and sort of the ups and downs that goes with the NFL season I guess and what is it most that you miss about home I don't know, probably just sort of seeing, you know, mum and dad and having, you know, that home-cooked meal or, yeah, I guess sitting down, having dinner, that kind of stuff, just relaxing and um, spending a bit of time with the family is probably the thing I miss the most. But I think as whenever I know I can sort of get back home and sort of see them, even if it's not for a month or so, just knowing that I can sort of get back really helps me when I'm down in Sydney. And I think that's, yeah, that's what I sort of probably missed the most about last year. Sammy, you've, um, you know, burst onto the blocks and joined the Roosters' first-grade team and it's a, you know, it's a great achievement. You join a unique crew of people that have played at a very, very young age, but you are from amazing rugby league pedigree. What did your mum and dad say and Uncle Chris and, and, you know, the close people around you that, you know, you dearly love and support you when you made your debut? What was what was the messages, you know, of support and, and, and love out there? Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I think they sort of just, just told me to go out and enjoy myself and they know I put in a lot of work over the last, you know, couple of years to sort of put myself in really good stead to, to play NRL and I think, their message was, yeah, just go out and enjoy yourself and play your natural game. And that's what the sort of the mindset I'm trying to go into each week and having Robbo as a coach and the players around me really, you know, allow me to be able to do what I want on that footy field. Just in regards to that natural game, Sam, everyone's talking about it, the eyes up style of football and the backyard football. Uh, do you think that's been influenced by, you know, Shane and your dad and coaching you at Ipswich? Um, yeah, definitely. The um, the style of footy that I've sort of grown up playing with my dad and my uncle coaching out at Ipswich there, they've, um, you know, I've lived lived and breathed that for, for, you know, 10 or so years and coming coming down to Sydney and sort of when I sort of first met Robbo and the people at the Roosters, they, um, that was one of the one of the big reasons why I wanted to come to this this club was because of the, the opportunity to um, be able to express myself in my style of footy and to be allowed to do that is um, pretty unique at, you know, in the NRL. and. I think, yeah, definitely being able to come down here and not have to change my, my style of football too much has been huge for me this year. And, you know, I've obviously grown up playing that sort of backyard, backyard footy style and um, being able to bring that into the NRL is, um, yeah, really enjoying it. Mate, uh, speaking of influences and, uh, you know, no, no doubt, you know, not just the coaching you've had over the years and, uh, you know, and switch with both, uh, you know, your dad and your uncles, but uh, who's your favourite uncle? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Luke. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with that. No doubt, mate. There's a bit of footy chat around the table or around the barbecue, and um, yeah, but no doubt you relax as well. But do you get a bit of critique? Do you look to your family and say, "Look, you know, how did I go?" And and you know, obviously you've got a style at the Roosters, but do you actually reach out and ask them for some critique on on your performance because they know you so well? Yeah, definitely. I think um, you know, after each game, I sort of you know give my my dad and my uncle a call and. I sort of have a little chat with them and they sort of, you know, give their give their two cents. And I think, you know, you're going to sort of take it with a grain of salt, obviously, with 
Um, obviously, great great coaching staff we have here at the have here at the Roosters. But um, yeah, I love to obviously hear their input, and they've known me for a very long time, and they're obviously really smart coaches in their own way as well, which is awesome for me. So I've obviously got obviously yeah, just take sort of as much information as I can in, and um, try and learn as much as I can over the next couple of years. Sammy, I'll um, just ask you from Adam Kent, one of our Roosters fans on our Roosters Radio Facebook page, has asked. Which uh, of your current teammates has had the biggest impact on your career so far? I think, yeah, obviously uh, Luke Keary, obviously being a halfback as well, and um, he grew up in Ipswich when he was younger, and um, I think he's been he's been huge for me over the um, last year and a half or like year and a half or so, and just like he obviously played a very, like a pretty similar style of football that I enjoy to play, and he's really encouraged me and. Um, been there to support me ever since he ever since he got injured he still messages me and gives me a call and um sort of you know helps me out and um develops me into a halfback in the nrl and he he's someone i definitely lean on and um yeah try and learn from as much as i can we've got another great question speaking of luke um this one's from matt Lindsay. would you rather play six or seven next year alongside kiri um i don't know i think obviously i'll sort of just wait and see what happens in pre-season and stuff next year. I'm growing up playing a lot of seven and majority of seven. I like that that seven role. But if if the best thing for the team um, was for me to push into that six role, I'd be, I'd be yeah, I'd be really flexible. I just I just want to play footy, I guess, and um, I enjoy playing footy wherever it is. So Sam, let's cut to the chase, mate. How have you enjoyed it so far? Like we watch every game and we see the traffic that these teams are sending your way. It's got to be hard on the body, but. As a, as a kid who loves his footy, how much have you enjoyed it or what's been kind of, you know, what have you really found out about yourself? Um, yeah, no, I love it, I guess. Obviously, being a, being a bit of a smaller body and a younger younger footy player out there, I guess you sort of get targeted by a lot of those older boys and the bigger bodies out in the other teams, but you sort of try and embrace it as much as you can. You've got, you know, 12 other boys alongside you, you know, trying to work as hard as they can to help you out as well. So it's it's been really good and I love, I love just going out of that footy field and, you know, expressing myself and playing playing my style of footy, I just really enjoy. Yeah, just being out there, and I love those love those big moments where the game gets close or the game's in a bit of a bit of a grind, and you, you know you got to try and do something to break the game game open. I just yeah, I love being out there and being a part of that. So then I've got to ask, what was it like when you nailed that field goal against the Titans the other week? Yeah, it's awesome. I, like I said, I love just playing the game. I love those those moments in the games and. Um, I try and embrace them as much as I can, and I really look forward to. That's sort of the reason, I guess, you play. You wanna, you wanna have those big moments, and you wanna really, you know, you wanna get the win for your team, and you, you know, you dream about as a kid, you know, kicking a winning field goal or you know, winning the grand final, and that's that's the sort of thing that I wanna, I wanna do out there. Sam, I'm dying to know what on earth goes through your head when like a massive body like Josh Papalihi is just <laughs> charging at you with the ball. What are you thinking? <laughs> I guess I just, yeah, try and do my best and try and hang on for as long as I can and hopefully the few <laughs> other boys sort of get around me and can uh, finish it off for me. But no, nah, there's some there's some big bodies and you're sort of thinking, why do I do this? But um, I guess after the game and you're, you're sore and battered and bruised and you're sort of having a laugh with a few other boys, you, you sort of realise why you do it. My dad always said they can't run without legs. <laughs> mine, mine always <laughs> said the head, so. <laughs> Either one, though. Speaking of that, Sammy, I wanted to ring your mum and just apologise to her on behalf of Rugby League after Justin Oldham come at you against Melbourne. 
Uh, I just wanted to know what went. I mean, mate, you've proven your toughness. I mean, for for a man of your size and stature, mate, we know you got plenty of growth and strength to grow. But you're only, you know, you know, coming into your career. You know, as Roosters fans, we're just so proud you keep getting up the turf. But what's the first thing that went into your head besides the natural expletives when Justin Olam come at you from Melbourne? Yeah, I think I tried to um, try to get rid of the ball as quickly as I could and and brace at the exact same time. It's pretty tough to do when you know you see big Justin Olam running straight at you, but. Um, yeah, I think I just try to curl up as close as I could to try and protect my ribs as much as I can. But there's not much you can really do in that in that split second. So, yeah, you sort of just you got to take it and get used to it, I guess. But um, yeah, the the ribs were pretty sore after that one. Yeah, I, I saw a nice gesture after the game. He, he gave you a real big embrace and uh, you know shook hands. And uh, did he say to me, say any words to you like uh, I'll get the other <laughs> half next time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, tried, he apologized for the hit, and I I just. I, I just brushed it off and said, you are going to do that again anyway. So there's no point apologizing. But uh, no, nah, he was really <laughs> nice about it. He sort of, yeah, obviously apologized. And, but oh, yeah, I didn't really mind. It's part of the game and nothing legal about it. So, Mate, uh, two weeks ago on this very show, Victor Radley said against Brisbane, his eyes are rolling in his head because they were going after you. So he wanted to go after them. It must be pleasing to have a pack like we have. Who else do you love just know, having next to you in the big moments when, as, as Bell said, when someone like Papalihi or Olam or someone's coming at you with the ball? Yeah, hundred percent. Having having such a like a, a um, dominant forward pack and bunch of leaders like we do at this club, it's it gives you a lot of confidence running out onto that onto that footy field because you know they've always got your back and no matter what happens, they'll be they'll be there to they'll be there to help you. And if you know if anyone's sort of coming after you, they're they're um there to back you up. And I just remember that Melbourne game when uh, sort of Christian Welsh got me got me a beauty on that on that kick. You know the whole the whole sort of team came over and um you know, had my back and looked after me there, which is, you know, just makes you feel so so confident when you're out on that footy field. Sam, I note when you scored uh, last weekend, your ability to kind of take control of the moment, I forget who was going to dummy half, you kind of just pushed him out of the way. Uh, and what it kind of said to me is that you've got, you know, a lot of uh, faith in your own ability. But we had a good question from Gary Cook. He wanted to know what you've learned in your first season so far both in attack and defence. So, like, are there any couple of, couple of pointers that you've kind of figured out on the run? Yeah, I think for attack, for me, it's sort of just, you know, backing yourself and trusting your own ability and what you've sort of done coming through the grades is as long as, you know, you sort of have that – as you've had having confidence and backing yourself. And if you can have that, you know, you can sort of achieve anything out there in, that, in the footy field. And I think for defence, for me, it's just um, sort of similar stuff and, you know, backing yourself and – yeah, I think just taking on taking on a bit more. You, you learn a lot week in, week out about about um about the game, and you know you sort of just have to go week by week and pick pick all the lessons out of each each game. And as the um as the season's gone on, I've obviously learned so much so much about about playing NRL and being a halfback in the NRL. Lastly, mate, we take on the Knights uh, this week. What are we expecting from the Knights? Uh, not, I don't know. Yeah, we, we sort of haven't done too much video yet on the um, on the side. We sort of did a bit of video the other day about about our game against the um, Cowboys, and we're obviously really pleased us on a really solid solid um, game up in up in North Queensland, about thirty degree heat. So I'm hoping for a not so not such a hot and humid game, but um, now nah, we're really looking forward to getting back out there and expressing ourselves and playing some Roosters footy. And just last one from me. Look, we've um, we actually grew up with your uncle Chris, and obviously your grandfather was part of that amazing journey from Cairns to the Gold Coast, raising millions of dollars. Uh, he's a bit different, Uncle Chris, but uh, what a what a great achievement! You must be proud of him. Yeah, no, definitely. He um, 
he's yeah he's a, he's an awesome awesome bloke and he's he's always 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 there to support you he's never got anything negative to say about you and if you ever just want to have a laugh and someone to, someone have a good chat to he's always there to sort of talk to and he's um that walk to raise money for the, um so many great charities and for him to do that over over like six, 66 days or something away from his family and away from his friends yeah it was a huge achievement and the whole family is really proud of him well, speaking of proud, Sammy, our Roosters fans are really proud of you, mate, and uh, we're big fans on this show, and we really, really thank you for your time. Uh, you know, you're in great form, and uh, as we always say, long mate, continue. And, uh, mate, good luck on the weekend, and thank you so much for spending time on Roosters Radio. That's no, all good. Thanks, guys, for having me. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Sam. Too easy. Well, Silky and Bells, what an impressive young man. He's burst onto the blocks in first grade. You know, so skillful, but just so mature and humble. They say, uh, you know, at Roosters HQ, he's different. And I love that about him. And, you know, it's just a great interview. What a great interview it was. Well, he's composed on the field. And definitely now after chatting with him, he's composed off the field. He's such a great young man. I've got, you know, I've got two sons around his age and he reminds me of them. Very cheeky and he smiled, but um, he's just, he speaks so well. You want to cook yeah. for him, Bells, don't you? You want to cook for him. I do. I want to. I want to bring him home and make him a home cooked meal. <laughs> yeah, why not? And look, we should also thank our fans for uh, some of those great questions. Yeah, of course. Uh, that we put 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 it out there on Facebook early today, and we were looking forward to having Sammy Walker on. So, uh, thank you to uh, all those Roosters fans that threw in uh, a number of questions. Obviously, we couldn't get to all of them, but I mean, to, to your words. Uh, Bells and Bush, just a, a really nice young man. We had the pleasure of meeting him a couple of years ago. He's a pretty quiet kid, but, you know, watching him play football, you, you can see him maturing. Well, Cooper Comp came to our club, Silky, and, you know, we, we learnt that he was a real student of the game and, and you know, he's now a professor of the game. Sam Walker reminds me of the things they said about Cooper Cronk. He's just a studier of rugby league. You can just see he lives and breathes it. You know, he would have had that pedigree up there in Ipswich with his uh, with his own dad and uncles, you know, coaching him. He would have been the ball boy, not unlike yourself, Silky, around football his whole life. And you can just see he analyzes every single moment. So I just think he's just going to get better and better. Couldn't agree with you more, Bush. And the good news is we'll probably get him on as we head into the finals. You're on Roosters Radio and we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. So, fellas, Friday night game this week, 6pm on the Sunshine Coast, Sunshine Coast Stadium, taking on the Knights. State of Origin football's all over now. We should have uh, Teddy back. He was rested on the weekend, and um, I'm really looking forward to this game on Friday night. How do you see it, fellas? I'm looking forward to it myself. Look, we were up there, all of us, watching uh, the Roosters take on the Knights, um, you know, only a couple of months ago. And although we got the cash that, night we um you know we had a couple of really bad injuries but look the knights got touched up again on the weekend and the storm um, put them to the sword but the storm have done that with most sides including us this year so uh, they're going to be smarting i think they um you know they'll be doing their best but i don't know if it'll be good enough to knock us off i'm uh, i think we're going to win and i think we're going to win well i know uh siwa takiaho is due to return so i'm going to say the roosters 46 newcastle four Wow, that's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah, Bells, I think the Knights will put a bit of a uh, a bit more effort into the game than uh, than Silky's suggesting with that scoreline. But 
Having said that, depending on the injuries, I believe um, from your mail you're giving me Pierce and Ponga look like they could be doubtful. If they are, then I'm going to call Roosters 28 nights 10. 28-10. Well, I'm leaning more with uh, Cooper on this one, even though Clemmer and Saifidi are, you know, they're expected to come back into the side. But I still think the boys are going to get up well and 38-18 to 18 for me. Ooh, a few tries over the line. Robbo won't be happy with the 18 bells. What are you doing? No, no. <laughs> the about, the, they're the, not in the Bondi, D? so there's there's no more Bondi wall. They're up on the oh, Sunshine it's, Coast. It's the Sunshine Coast wall. Yeah, I That's right. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, guys, that's it for this special episode of Roosters Radio, the COVID edition. We're all bunkered down in our Hacienda's up and down the eastern seaboard. We want to thank our special guest, Sammy Walker. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East to win. win.